0: Talking about Huguenots were the French Huguenots were the French Protestants in the seventeenth and sixteenth century who followed the teaching of theology. John Clavin pres- prosecuted by the French Catholic government during a violent period. Huguenots fled. 17th century, resetting Huguenots, persistent by the French Catholic government during a violent period. Huguenots fled the country, yeah, during violent period. Creating Huguenot settlement all over Europe, in the United States, and in Africa, John Claven followed the Reformation. Theology John Claven became a leading figure in the Protestant. for his intelli- intellectualism, Huguenot Church, French, adopted the Huguenot name around 1560, but the first Huguenot Church was created five years earlier in a private home in Paris, except to St. rates rights of Huguenots to present the religion, though with limited mass here key- of this, on March first, fifteen sixty two, 1562, 300, 300 Huguenots holding religious service in a barn outside the town walls of vast of Gullsmail, more than 60 Huguenots were killed, and over 100 wounded. During the massacre of Vassy. France claimed he he did not order an attack, but was insisted retailing against stones being thrown at his troops. French war of uh, religion, the massacre April fifteen sixty-two, Protestants took control of Oriol Oriel, and massacred Huguenots in Sens and course. In TOULOUS, a riot resulted in the deaths of up to thirty thousand people, many of them Huguenots. The battle continued in February. of fifteen sixty-three when France Duke was assassinated by a Huguenot during a sitage on Orleans and a trench was a tree was agreed upon. Saint oh boy, Bartholomew Day Massacre. Okay, this was the one I just looked up. It's called Saint Bartholomew's Day Massacre. So, so, the reason I am giving you the story of the French Huguenots is according to my grandmother, our relatives are, re- like, we're French Huguenots, we're Irish, and we're um, Pensil- Pennsylvania Dutch. On my dad's side, we are German, Northern Irish, and maybe Native American. And be Polish on my mom's side, and I'm not sure what else, so, but I've heard the story of French Huguenots and how, like, one of my grandmother's relatives escaped, and there was, like, a huge massacre, so, like, it was a story I was told since I was a kid. The Bethanyo Day Massacre in 1572 was shot murdered up to seventy. 70- Under direction of Catherine D. Medic, the regent queen and mother of King Charles, during the three days of violence that began on the night of August 23, 1572 and spread from town to town, officials recited Catholic citizens into groups that haunted down Huguenots citizens. Only in murder, but gruesome torture, manipulation, and deception of the death. Although the exact number of fatalities throughout the country is not known on August. Tw- okay, so is this a thing in other countries? Because where I come from, you put the month, the day, then the year. And when I look this up, it was the day, the month it says, on August 20, well no, it says on, on 23, 24, August, and I'm like, is that from that country, or is it just, like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> like, is that normal for other countries? Between 2,000 and 3,000 Protestants were killed in Paris, and a further thir- 3,000 to 7,000 The term Huguenot dates back to about 1560, when the first French Protestant congrats were being, getting to emerge. Other names for the Huguenots were Clevenot-Vegan. Halloween, however, these terms tend to describe smaller groups within what we think of Huguenots today. Not all Huguenots were okay, cleavance Norganness. Okay, see, I know some French and some Spanish. And yeah, I could sing the whole Farah Jaca song too as well. I think I was taught a little bit of French from my home life because like some people still use French words. I'm like, what are you saying? They're like, it's French. And I'm like, what do you mean it's French? And they're like, yeah, we're French Huguenots. And I'm like, okay, good to know. Because, like, when I noticed they were using, like, some words that didn't really make sense. And I was like, wait, bonjour? It means hello. And I'm like, okay. And, of course, Spanish was what you learned in my high school and most high schools, I think, do, like, an elective of a language. Huguenots? Okay. I lost my place again. Not all Huguenots were okay. The term Woolia is seen primarily in Dutch and New York reference to the Huguenots who settled there, and rarely among the settlements in Virginia and South Carolina. Huguenots are still around today. There are now many currently known as French Protestants. Huguenots were a majority in France. At their peak, they were thought to have only represented 10% of the French population, Um, or still a minority in France, population after the St. Bartholomew. Of November, oh goodness gracious! I cannot pronounce this stuff. The percentage diminished with many Huguenots from France for various parts of the globe. Yep, um, America's where I'm at, so that's definitely one place we want. I think that's actually why they came. Here. was to have the freedom to practice any religion they wanted. Okay, I'm taking my hat off because it's a little too hot. Hang on. For a while, but the Valus King's the powerful rival of Guinness dynasty, Lust for Power, was not so tolerant. Oh, Rollin. suddenly burst wide open wide upon the unsubscribing non conformist Huguenots. The church turned on the Huguenots with a vengeance on a pair with that of the Pagan Empire. With a vengeance on a pair with that of the- Yeah, I guess people are saying Protestants and Pagans were similar. Back then? I really don't know, to be honest with you. The Huguenots were so soon labeled as heretic, worth only of death, the clenched fist of church and state would not exclude women, children, and the elderly. A French must be religiously clean. The faithful night on come on march first, fifteen sixty two. Three hundred Huguenots worship or worshiping, peacefully in a barn. They were attacked. Yep. Okay. So now let's. Okay, we're back. It's actually has a heat wave where I live, which is unusual for this area. So it's probably going to rain again, but we need it oddly. The Huguenots believe the Protestant Reformation was raging like a fire across Europe, beginning in Germany under a monk and named Martin Luther. It's called his spiritual and documental reform had spoken a spiritual awakening among millions of Bible-believing Christians of all. message of grace through faith in Christ. So yeah, on my dad's side, it's weird. I have relatives, it's so confusing, because I have relatives who are French Huguenot, which is Protestant, I have relatives who are Catholic, and then I have relatives who from what I understand and read about Northern Ireland, which isn't much, Uh, we're all over the map here, (laughs) so it gets a little complicated real quick, and I'm like wait, what religion are you for? Like, I'm Catholic, I'm a Protestant, oh, I'm pagan, I'm like, okay, I think I got it, cool, just lots of information at once, Mm okay, but I'm not going to tell you what I believe and don't believe, I'm telling you what the Huguenots believe. believing Christians all of social classes, a message of group through faith in Christ. Alone quickly spread to France France as well. The Huguenots were a fast growing religion minority. this word so we're just going to skip it views of Protestantism which was less common among the French Protestants belief rejects the crunched up and abuse that infested the medieval Roman Catholic Church belief system and resemble those of many other Protestant strains that were expanding through Europe at the time the pre section of human Though the religion influence in high places was tarely the poor We're getting back to the story. Okay. So the Saint Bud Saint Barthemuse massacre in fifteen seventy two was a tragedy group of assassinations and a wove of Catholic mob violence directed against the Huguenots during the French Wars of Evolution traditionally be- to believed to be um, by the Queen. Um, tensions and okay, unexpected peace and marriage. The peace of St. German put an end to three years of terrible civil war between Catholics and Protestants. This piece, however, was precarious since the more integrates Catholics refused to accept it. The genius family was out of favor at the French court. The Huguenot leader Amaro Gaspedi Colin, okay if I'm saying these wrong you can correct me all you want because I cannot for the life of me pronounce these. Was remitted into the King's clutch in September 1571. Stan's Catholics were shocked by the return of the Protestants to the court, but the Queen Mother and her son Charles were particular in their support of the peace, as they were considered one of the King's financial difficulties and the Huguenot's strong defense position they controlled the forefront towns of Le rochael and the chartesindo well to cement the peace between the two religious parties catherine planned to marry her daughter margaret to the protestant henry of Naive, son of the huguenot leader queen the royal marriage was arranged for our 18 august 1572. Again where I live it is August 18th 1572. Okay I feel like if I go if I ever go to another country which I would love to go visit uh, 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 there's some things I'm gonna have to relearn that apparently are just in America in the USA. Like oh boy. It was I would love to visit Paris France and Ireland and Tokyo and Rome and a bunch of other places but, you know, it was not accepted by traditional Catholics or by the Pope. Okay, tensions in Paris. The impending marriage led to the gather of a large number of well-born Protestants in Paris, but Paris was a violent anti huguenot city and Paris, who tend to be extreme Catholic, found their Present unacceptable. Encouraged by Catholic preachers, they were horrified at the marriage of a pr- pr- of a princess of France to a Protestant. The parliament, the Parliament's opponent, and the court from the wedding led to increased political tension. Compounding this bad feeling was the fact that the harvest had been poor and taxes had risen. The rise in food prices and the luxury displayed on the, on the occasion of the royal wedding increased tensions among the common people. A particular point of tension was an open-air cross on the site of the house of Philip de Gus. It could be Gaston, for all I know. A Huguenot who had been ex- g- executed in fifteen, okay, fifteen sixty nine. The mob had torn down his house and a large wooden cross on a stone base under the terms of the peace, and after considerable. Popular residents. This had been removed in December 1571 which had already led to about 50 deaths and riots as well as a mob. Destruction of property In the Massacre of August the revolution of the Gettestein family were among the first to be killed by the mob. The court itself was extremely divided. Catherine had not obtained Pope George I'm not sure how many numbers that is permission to celebrate this irregular marriage the french hesitated over which attitude to adopt it took all of the queen's mother's skills to convince the cardinal de bernin to marry the couple besides this the irish I'm not sure how to say this. Between the leading families re-emerge, the genius were not prepared to make way for their rivals. Shift in Huguenot Thought In the years preceding the massacre, Huguenot particular, pati- pati- had for the first time taken a tone against not just the pa. Policy of a particular monarchy of France, but monarchy in general, in part this was led by a apparent change in stance by John in his reading of the Pro Daniel, a book of fifteen sixty one which he had agreed that when kings disobey God, they automatically uh Abrogate the worldly power, a change from his views and earlier works that even ungodly kings should be obeyed. This change was soon picked up by Huguenot writers, who began to expand on Calvin and promoted the idea of servia of the people idea that which Catholics write and preach response fiercely. Nevertheless, it was the It was only in the aftermath of the massacre that anti marchite ideas found widespread support for Huguenots among the Manichry and the others. Holy moly. Huguenots' intervention in the Netherlands, tensions were further raised, one in May 1572 the news reached Paris that a French Huguenot army under Louis of N-A-S-S-A-U had crossed from France to the Netherlands persistent of Huguenot and captured the Catholic strongholds of moons and Valence Louis governed the principal of orange uh, around Agerveen in the South French for his brother William the Silent, who was leading the Dutch Revolution against the Spanish. Oh holy moly, there's a lot here to unhold. Okay, so I'm gonna read a little bit of this and then we'll get back to the Huguenots settled across the globe, including the Americas. Okay, I just love the fact that it says the Americas. <laughs> like, Americas. <laughs> it is so funny to read it that way, but I guess that is how people read it. I just think of it as America, or the USA, not the Americas. But okay. Among the various places that... Huguenots led to war, the Colonial Settlement in Northern America. They also attempt to create settlement in Florida and Brazil. Unfortunately, those in Brazil and Florida were brutally destroyed. However, most of the settlement in the North America survived a fleur and fleur, fleur They did really well. Holy moly, I can't read that. In particular, three in New York, one in South Carolina and one in Virginia. Huguenots were an integrational part of early New York settlement. Prior to either of the settlements in Virginia or South Carolina, there were three separate Huguenot settlements which sprung up in what is now New York State and New York City. Around 1624 the the first group of Huguenots arrived in the Dutch colonies of New Amsterdam. They settled on what is now Long Island and are considered to be the first European residents of Brooklyn. In particular, the neighborhood of Bushwick as such, they are considered to be some of of the founders of what is now New York City larger groups of Huguenots also settled on nearby Staten Island these groups while keeping some of their french ancestor fairly quickly to the culture of their english and dutch neighbors it wasn't until almost 50 years later that the next group of huguenots made their way to new york creating the settlement of new plaza hmm places I have not been even though I live here and I have been to New York City. New Platz was settled in 1677 by Huguenots from the Netherlands and a few German duchesses. Many of the founders of New Platz had settled German prior to sailing from North America. At the point of the New Platz found in oh okay the Huguenots who settled started roots in their culture somewhat longer than other Huguenot settlements. Huguenot Street Historic District is a living museum dedicated to their lives and history. Things I didn't even know until just now. Well thank you I guess. I also want to know more about my... I want to get a DNA test and see if I'm even Native American and German. Even if my grandmother does eat. And this is a sidetrack. This really smelly dish. And since I am a very long-time vegetarian, it stinks to me. It's cabbage. And I want to say it is sausage. And it smells just similar to what my dad ate for his um, St. Patrick's Day food which is just like cabbage and ham or something it's similar and they both stink and she eats it to have good luck for the new year so on New Year's Eve she eats it every year and then every year I would smell that and then every St. Patrick's Day I used to smell similar food Nothing to do with Huguenots, it's just ironic that like we don't even know for sure and we're saying this. And like I said, I might be Cherokee, so that's interesting, and 1680, the first group. And the reason I want to talk about the Huguenots isn't just because like, oh, I'm French Huguenot. It's because they, they literally had a creepy thing happen to them that is in history. This is like creepy, true facts Tuesday. And let me tell you, or it's a true, yeah, true creepy things Tuesday. Like a massacre of that impact is huge. Like, no, thank you. It's like disturbing. When I first read this, I had to put it down because I was almost like, what? Like just reading about other countries, massacres gets to you. No matter what country it is, it's just like, whoa, dang, that's a little too much for me. To reach South Carolina arrive. While they weren't the first or the last group, they were one of the largest. This is due to the fact that five years after the uh, initial immigration, the I have no idea what that says, was issued. This indicate officially made Protestants and French illegal. I'd like to visit France, but I don't know if they would let me, of Huguenots in France and sped up their, I have no idea, many of these Huguenots and their descendants exiled in businesses, industries, and politics during the 17th and 19th century, becoming part of the elite class of South Carolina and later the South in general. Several historical plantations in South Carolina were created and owned by Huguenot families. That's creepy. Such as, I have no idea, and others along French Quarter Creek. Huguenot Society of South Carolina has a list of several hundred known and and or claimed Huguenot ancestors who immigrate to South Carolina. I want to know. I don't live near the south. I'm closer to New York. Not exactly in New York. but No, I'm not even that close. I'm closer to New... No, I don't know. I have no idea how close I am to either of these places. I can drive to New York. But it would take a little bit. So Huguenots were also influenced in Virginia society. The last major settlement of Huguenots was in Virginia. Many of those who eventually arrived in Virginia were already immigrants to England from France, while at the while the English were sympathetic to their plight as fellow Protestants. The Huguenots were still French and not even um, angelic. So, in seventeen zero zero, the English crown agreed for the Huguenots to settle in Lower No. Norfolk country which is part of the Chesapeake in Virginia. However, upon arriving the local leadership insisted, sent them to settle a desert Native American village up to the James River and west of what is now Richard Virginia. Five years later, the Virginia General Embassy passed an act to neutralize those Huguenots still in Maniquito. However, less than half of the initial Huguenot population still lived at that point. The rest either having died or moved into surrounding areas. In the following years, many of the other original descendants emigrates with their English neighbors and into the general culture leaving most of the French roots in the past. According to Huguenot Society of America several important individuals in American history are descents of Huguenot including George Washington things I did not know myself. Apparently his mother was a Huguenot descendant. There are still several references to them in the Richmond area as well as small but active of part of the original land grant. The Huguenot Memorial Bridge crossed the James River on the west end of Richard Main connecting the Huguenot Road south of the river. Huguenots are still around today. Yes, yes, apparently we are. But we're not, like, full-blood Huguenots, or, like, we're probably mixed now. I mean, I feel like that's what... My daughter is apparently on her dad's side, Scottish, Italian, German, and I think that's it. I don't know how she's Italian but apparently that's it and on my side she's whatever we are. The Huguenot Society of America founded in 1883 is one of the oldest historical societies decade to the history of the Huguenots. They have a physical library that contains collections on Huguenot history. Uh, Huguenot Street, Snormiker Library, Huguenot Society of South Carolina, the Huguenot Society of the Founders in the colonial uh, Virginia. Huguenots, okay. The Huguenots in French. The Huguenots tracing your Huguenot ancestors To guide a family history Huguenot heroes in America How religious persecution in France Built a better United States This is what they said The Huguenots The history and leg- legacy Of the French Protestants And the religious conflict with the Catholics Huguenots uh, Huguenot fief Huguenot Hugo the Huguenot is a fiction Questions or comments? Um, I thought you might be interested in a Huguenot settlement in New York. So let's continue with the apparently this is longer than I thought. Paris. The attempting assassination of Colin triggered the crises that led to the massacre. Oh so Huguenot leader and enjoyed a close relationship with the king although he was distrusted by the king's mother aware of the danger of the reprisal from the Protestants. The king and his court visit on his sickbed and promise him that the culprits would be punished. While the queen mother was eating dinner, Protestants burst into the demand justice. Okay, what are the king and queen's names? I am so co- Did French have their own king and queen? Or did I just totally, like... Okay, I am so confused. Did the French have their own king and queen? Because I feel like that's a yes and I just don't remember. It's been a long day to me. That evening, held a meeting at the Palace with her Italian adviser. Interesting, including to Albert de Gunde. Goodness gracious, I'm never going to pronounce any of these names right. On the evening of 23rd August, What went to see the king to discuss the crisis. Though no details of the meeting survived, Charles, I think it says Ajax, and his mother apparently made the decision to eliminate the protestant's leader Holt this entitled between two and three dozen noblemen who were still in Paris other historians are reluctant to speculate on the composition of the size of the group leading leaders at this point beyond the few Okay. Uh, shortly after his decision, the multiplication authorities of Paris were summoned. They were ordered to shut the city gates and arm the citizens to prevent any attempt at a Protestant uprising. The queens, the king's Swiss, monarchies were given the task of killing a list of leading Protestants. It is difficult today to determine the. Exact chronology of the events and to know the movement of the king killing began. It seems probably that a sing- signal was given by reading, ringing bells. A group led by Guinness in person dragged from his Amarly colony, oh boy, from his bed and killed him and threw his body out of the window. Isn't that like a little much? Like, I feel like I'm watching a really weird movie. Okay, you, kill, you dragged him out of bed, you killed him. Did you have to throw him out the window too? It seems like an awful lot to do, but okay, I guess now you know he's dead dead? If he survived this, I'll be amazed. Huguenot Nobles in the building first put up a fight as they were terrified for the life of their leader. C-O-L-I-G-N-Y himself seemed unprudent. One of Kingler's member, murderers recognized this claim regarding his fate by stating that he never saw anyone less afraid and so and afraid in and so great a pearl, nor die more steadfastly. What? The tension ha- that had been building since the peace of Saint-Germain now exploded in a wave of popular violence, the Company people began to hunt Protestants in Paris, lasted three days despite the king's attempt to stop it. Holt concludes that while the general massacre might have been Prevented this. Uh, there is no evidence that it was intended by any of the elders at court. Let's say a number of cases were Catholic and to save individual Protestants who were not in the leadership. The two leading Huguenots, Henry and his cousin, the prince of C-O-N-D-E with the thing above, Aged nineteen and twenty were separated as they plead to convert to Catholicism. Uh they were trying to make them to convert. Both recounted their conversion after they escaped Paris. According to some attempts, the survival of the Sykonauts was a key point in Catherine's overall scheme to prevent the house of Guinness from being too powerful. On August 26th, the king and court established the office version of events by going to Paris Parliament, holding a little de justice. Lit de justice. Holding a lit de justice? Charles declared that he had ordered the massacre in order to withdraw a Huguenot plot against the royal family. Deftal okay although Charles had dispatched orders to his preventful governors on August 24th to prevent violence and maintain the term of the 1570s okay there's just so much here in several cases the Catholic party in the city believed they had received orders from the king to begin the massacre some conveyed by visitors to the city and, and other cases apparently coming from a local nobleman on his on him. nobleman or his agent it seems unlikely any such order come from the king okay let's get to death total uh, Of the numbers that perished the massacre have varied from 2000 by a roman catholic to 70000 yeah okay Thus Catholics were placed national unite above interests or horrified, but many Catholics inside and out. France initially regarded the massacre as deliverance from an immigrant Huguenot corp. Their severed head of C-O-L-I-G-N was apparently dispatched to Pope George X I want to say I I I though it got no further than know, as the Pope sent the King of Golden Rose and the Pope ordered a tea document to sung as a special thanksgiving and had a medal struck with the monk Okay, wow. Can't say any of that. Showing an angel bearing a cross and a sword before which are all the fallen Protestants. Well, that is disturbing. Thanks for that lovely picture. Also consumed the artist to paint three uh, the wounded, the wounding of C-O-L-I-G-N-Y, his death and Charles, Other these formal acts of reckoning in Rome were not public. Misgiving in the grew, and the true nature of the killing generally became better known. As Pope George himself refused to receive Charles, said to be the killer on the group that he was a murderer. On he- hearing of the slaughter, Philip of Spain supposedly laughed for almost the laughed for almost the only time on record. In Paris, the poet Jane Antonine de Balfo from the Okay, really I can't pronounce this. Wrote a... uh, praising the killing. Yay. The massacre spawned a, a mass of bubbling with theories, phobias, and more. Many Catholic authori- authors were excluded in their praise of the king of, for his bold and decisive action. Role of the Royal Family. Role of the Religious Faction. I'm not reading all of that because I feel like we already reviewed this so... There was a massacre. It was creepy. It was true. It was creepy. It was disturbing. And... This is where we have True Creepy Things Tuesday. I hope y'all enjoyed this. Let me know what other suggestions you want me to try. You know, like, history things. (laughs) So nervous. The reason I mention the victims' names is because this case isn't just about the Ripper. It's about those victims that the Ripper had taken their lives. Yeah, that's right. So, I want to make sure that everyone knows all their names. Catherine Edwards, Mary Jane Kelly. Because this isn't just about the Ripper itself, it's about who he hurt. Or they. I don't know what the Ripper is. The Whitechapel Murders. As people across England celebrated a bank holiday on the night of August 6, 1888, 39-year-old Martha Turbin, also known as Emma Turner, strolled the streets of Whitechapel route to a pub crawl. It would be the last night of her life. A mysterious murder, which has been inquieted in shameful, brutal brutality for many years past. These poor people deserve justice. I hope, like this, helps find the person. Martha was out for the evening with her friend Mary Ann. Colin. Colin was known as the street as. Pearl Polly, the two women both uh, uh, nothing wrong with this, just what they say in this book is uh, I'm not going to say but there's nothing wrong with if that's the only way and heavy drinkers had dated their drinking spree at around 10pm and soon met with two soldiers just before midnight. Each woman went off with one of the men. Presumably to play her trade. Okay, we're going to continue down here. At 3.30 in the morning, cab driver Alfred Crow returned to his apartment along Georgie Yard. As he climbed the stairs, he saw a body on the landing, but he didn't stop to investigate. The homeless often crawled up there for a night's rest. Just over an hour later John Reeves, a dock worker, saw the same body. He did take a closer look and found Maritha Turpin, laying in a pool of yep, blood. Reeves ran to the main road and found police constable thomas soon local doctors thomas kelle also arrived on the scene he noted that term birth dress had been torn um pulled up above her waist clee pronounced dead and noted she had been stabbed 39 times he later estimate she had been dead about three hours when he arrived at George Yard. Reporting on the death a few days later, a neighbor prepared... Okay, dokie. He prepared something. Jeez. I hope all of this magazine can at least tell us if he did it. Uh mm, I lost my place. At the inquest Dr. Klein no Killing gave a more detailed report on Turnerbiff's wounds based on the Autopsy: He performed. She had been stabbed in the lungs seven times and once in the heart. Jeez, that's a little overkill, don't you think? The later puncher Cole, Colleen. Colleen said would have been enough to kill her. He also found stab wounds in her throat, liver, spleen, and stomach. Another stab went through her sternum and. Colleen believed a larger weapon had been used for that blow compared to others. Pro Polly came forward and recounted the time she had spent with Turban Maria Maritha 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 Okay Sorry about pronouncing names here. On the night of august sixth, considering her a key witness, the police arranged for her to look over possible suspects, guards at the Tower of London. Polly assured the police she had police she could identify the two men she and Maretha had been with before the murder. The two men were not among the guards in the lineup. The police arranged for another lineup with a different group of soldiers. Polly picked out two men, she said, were the ones, but they had solid alibis. Another potential witness was Constable Barnett. Early on the morning of August 7th, before he had been called to the murder scene, he had been a soldier near George guard yard. The man said he was waiting for a friend who had gone off with a person, like Polly. Burnett claimed he would be able to identify the soldier if he saw him again. So he went to a lineup as well. But the soldier had identified had an alibi for his whereabouts when the murder took place. The inquired constable later in August with the jury determined that Maritha, Marie, okay I'm just calling her M, had been killed by some person or persons unknown.